Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. I consistently get a lot of requests from people asking how I do everything that I do. How do I get everything done? How do I focus on being a mom and working and working with clients and doing video projects and running a textile company? Well, I'm certainly not perfect, but I've found some things that work for me. So today I am sharing a day in the life of me and what it's like to try and accomplish all of these things. And also sharing some tips I have for productivity and some struggles that I'm still battling. The Heart of the Home continues in just a moment. Hi, everyone. I'm jumping in for a minute to tell you about our newest Stag Design launch, the Aspen Collection. This collection is elevated and grounded in earth tones and hand-painted patterns. Use the code Heart of the Home for $10 off your next purchase. At Stag Design, we believe home is what we make it. You can find us at stagdesignshop.com. That's Stag with two Gs. Welcome to Heart of the Home podcast. It's something I get asked a lot about on social media, and that is... How do you do it all? How do you accomplish goals and still have small children and run a business and all of the things together? And I am no expert. I still feel like every day is an evolution and I learn something new every week and there's a lot of frustrations, but I feel really strongly that I am meant to accomplish all the things that I want to accomplish. I don't feel like necessarily that I need to set aside my work ambitions and goals while I have small children. I feel like there's a way to do both. And on another level, I feel like God has given me certain talents and gifts and uh, aptitudes, if you will, and that it is my duty to explore those and use them or that they'll be taken away from me. So... I want to set a good example for my girls. I want them to know that they're the most important thing in my life. I also want them to know that they can do whatever they want to do in life. That's a little bit of a soapbox, but that is why I fight the good fight every day and get up every day and try and balance motherhood and working and projects and all of those things together. So I want to share what a typical life, a day in the life of me looks like. I'm going to say that again. So I want to share what a typical day looks like for me. I wake up in the morning. I tried for a while waking up really early in the morning and working out because I am naturally a morning person. Um, But my kids are not great sleepers right now. And I know that that is just a temporary thing. So I can't always wake up at 6 a.m. and work out like I'd really love to, like I did for a long time. So some days I can do that, some days I can't. And I try and give myself a little grace on that. But when I've had a toddler up, you know, in the night, getting up multiple times, more than one toddler getting up in the night, which is what is kind of the norm right now, um, I I just don't have the energy to wake up at 6 a.m. and work out. So I usually wake up at around 7 When my kids wake up, I get Ruby out the door for school. 
And then I focus on Anna and get Anna ready for school. And John usually has really early meetings. And so it's up to me. I most of the time, sometimes he's able to help out a little bit, but usually it's me getting breakfast, getting hair done, getting all their clothes done, getting everything, all the things in their backpacks, lunches made, all that stuff. So Ruby's in first grade. And so she goes to school all day. Um, the two little ones, Anna goes to preschool and half the day. And then Vivi goes to a little preschool class just two days a week. So the most of the time I have Vivi with me, but that is what the morning looks like. From there, after kids go off to school, I either go work out and I take Vivi with me to the gym and she goes to the little daycare at the gym for an hour while I work out. Or depending on the day, if it's the day that Vivi's in preschool, uh, then those are my precious, precious, precious work hours. And so that's when I do client meetings. That's when I have conference calls. That's when I, um, you know, go and check on projects that are going on and just try and get as much work stuff as I can possibly cram into those few hours um, because that's go time. That is like golden. If you have small children, then you know how hard it is to be productive. And I think I've just come to a place where I can't even try to be productive when I have my kids with me because it always blows up in my face. And I don't want them to feel like I'm preoccupied And I don't want to feel frustrated that I can't get something done when they're with me. So I try really hard not to work when I have my kids with me. Um, So yeah, I just really jam pack that period of time on two days a week, which isn't very much, just back to back to back with work responsibilities. Um, Then I pick up my little ones. Or I just pick up Anna and then I have Anna and Vivi together. And then the afternoon I grab them lunch um, or I make lunch at home. If I have any errands that have to be run, I do them during that time period and I will run to the grocery store if I have to. Um, I will uh, go and get their haircut if we have to do something like that. That's just when I do errands is in the afternoon. And then they have a nap. And the fact of the matter is oftentimes they take a nap in the car because we are going, I know that that time period is going to hit at the same time that we have to pick up Ruby from school and I'd rather them get a decent nap. And so you guys are going to think this is weird. And I realize not going to work for everybody, but sometimes I'll put them in their car seats. They'll fall asleep and take their nap and I will hop on the phone and have conference calls with employees or with um, upcoming projects or I'll let them sleep and I'll pull over in a parking lot and I'll answer some emails Um, or I'll get to Ruby school early and wait in the car pickup line and answer emails then while they sleep in the car. I know that probably doesn't work for everybody, but um, it's hard for me to put them down for naps at home because they I always have to wake them up from their nap in order to go do school pickup. And it always turns out worse. So right now, that's usually what I do. I, it just depends on the day. Sometimes I can get them a nap at home if they're willing to go down early enough. But usually it's car naps. And that's just what has to happen right now. Um, so then we pick up Ruby from school. I grab him a little snack after school and then it's off to the races. We have gymnastics, dance, piano, depending on the day, um, whichever activity we're off to. And I am focused on the kids in the afternoons and then after school activities or after, after school activities, rather, 
we have dinner time. So I'll come home and make dinner. John usually gets home around 6 p.m. And then we have dinner time. And then we always do bath time, stories, um, and bedtime. And that's usually just our, our evening routine. Some days are a little bit harder because Ruby gets home from dance later on two days of the week. And so we try and get the girl, the other little girls all the way ready for bed. So that as soon as Ruby gets home, we can get them all in bed at the same time. And then after that, I do prep for the next day. Now, so this is something that has made a huge difference in the way that my morning goes the next day is that the night before I go around the house and I get all of their clothes for the next day and lay them out all the way down to shoes. I get their backpacks all ready to go. I clean up the house, John and I together clean up the house. We do all the dishes. If I have laundry, I try and push through some laundry while John's helping with bedtime routine. Because if I don't stay right on top of it, the next morning inevitably is a disaster. It just goes so much more smoothly when everything is laid out the night before. Um, and the house is clean the night before. And I have a really hard time going to sleep, honestly, if there's dishes in my sink. And I, I'm a, I know that I'm a clean person and that John's a clean person. And that's not everybody's jam. But there is nothing worse than the next morning getting up and going, oh, I have all these dishes to do. And there's no bottles clean. And there's nothing. It just, it makes my day go so much worse. So no matter how tired I am, I get it all done the night before. And then, <laughs> then phase two of my workday starts. So after the kids are in bed, John and I pull out our laptops and we're usually working late into the night. Um, I usually have to sacrifice sleep in order to work. And um, I know that sleep's important. I totally get it. But this is just what I have to do if I want to accomplish the goals that I want to accomplish is that I have to get less sleep right, right now. And it's not a big deal. And I try, you know, I, I do believe, I'm sure you've heard this before that people tell stories to themselves. And I do believe that, that if I focus on, oh my gosh, I'm so tired or, oh, I wish I was getting more sleep or, oh, I really wish that I could have woken up at 6 a.m. and worked out. And I have days like that where I feel discouraged, but usually I'm like trying to focus on I am so lucky that I have the opportunity to run my own business. And I'm so lucky that I have this time set aside at night where I can work and my house is quiet and I can focus on everything that I need to focus on. And gosh, I'm so lucky that I have this time in the afternoon where I get to be with just me and my girls and we get to run everywhere and how lucky I am that I have that flexibility because I've had jobs before where I don't have that flexibility and it's really hard to come home at night and your baby's already in bed without you and that you weren't there to put them to bed. So um, when I was working as a reporter and an anchor, that was what my life was like, is that I would I was not with my kids the whole afternoon and the whole evening. And so I don't want to take for granted the flexibility that I have been given to run my own business and spend time with my kids and have that precious time um, at school activities and going to field trips and being able to go to every performance. That is a gift that I have right now. So I try really hard to focus on the flexibility that I have rather than how tired I am all the time. But then, you know, John and I do talk about this. We both are really, really just hard workers by nature. And there are 
we usually spend like several nights in a row where we're up really late at night. And when I say really late, I mean like sometimes 1, 2, 3 a.m. working late. And then our body is just like, you can't do it anymore. You can't do it anymore. And so we crash. And then we have a few nights where we go to bed at like 10 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock. And then we kind of get re-energized and then we kind of start it again. Again, I realize this is not going to work for everybody, but that's just the season of life that we've decided that we're in. And so that's kind of what we do. John and I do try to spend one full evening a week where we hire a babysitter. Um, it's usually Thursday nights where we are together working um, and it's not after our kids go to bed. <laughs> so usually I'll meet him somewhere, you know, near where his office is and we'll just work together from like 5.30 until um, like 8.30 p.m. 5.30 to 8.30 and then we go home and sometimes the babysitter puts the kids to bed and sometimes it's us that comes home before they go to bed and puts them to bed. Um, and that's a really predict productive time for us. It's just that one designated night a week to work. Sometimes it's our date night, which isn't so romantic, but when you're building something together, it's exciting. And so we don't really, we definitely like having date nights together, but if that's our date night, it's fine. It's time that we're together and we can talk about things that are important to us and also be productive and build something together. So we like that. Some other tips that I have, I mentioned that I try really hard to be present in the moment and not always trying to multitask. If I'm working, I am working and I'm really focused on working. Um, if I'm with my girls, I am with my girls. We're playing dress up, we're doing stories together, we're working on homework, I'm driving them to activities. I'm trying to make it fun and lighthearted because I don't want them to feel like they are a bother to me because they're not. They're always the most important thing. And so I just try to be where I am in the moment and focused on what I'm doing and try not to stress about everything else that I have going on. That is so much easier said, to, said than done. And I'm not perfect at it. In fact, I definitely have moments of great anxiety and I kind of have to talk myself off the ledge or John has to talk me off the ledge because I have so much to do and so little time to do it. That's always like my number one cause of anxiety. But I try to remember this is the life that I've chosen. And again, it's a gift to me. So some other things that I've found that have helped a lot. Having a clean and organized house is very important to my spiritual well-being. I can't live in disorder and it drives me insane if my house is really messy. And so we pay for a house cleaner to come every other week. Um, and that we used to just have one come once a month for a couple of years. We did that and um, we just had to up it. So it's every other week. And it forces me every other week to hurry and get everything ready for the house cleaner, which is like putting away all the toys and everything, which is really good. And then the house cleaner comes and then I walk in my house and I can hear birds singing and mermaids swimming. It just makes me so happy. So that's something that we just kind of add into our budget. Also, grocery shopping delivery has been a game changer for me. Like the Costco delivery is awesome. I use that all the time. We have had a nanny in the past who comes one day a week 
And that was wonderful. And we love her. And she's like a part of our family. She left us and went to hair school, um, actually at the salon that I go to. (laughs) So I do see her all the time still. And if I'm being honest, we just have not found anybody that um, we think fits with our family since then. So that has been a challenge, not having that extra time to work. And I haven't come up with a good solution yet. But I can't hire somebody to take care of my children that I don't feel like is a perfect fit for our family because they are my most important little people and I can't just trust anybody to take care of them. So until I find that next person, we don't have a nanny right now. We do, John and I do try to take a date night once a week. Sometimes that's working, as I mentioned, but sometimes we just try and we're, we're kind of foodies. We like going to really good restaurants. And so we'll try and do that or go to a jazz game, which is one of my favorite date nights. I love the jazz. That's the basketball team, the jazz outside of Utah. Hopefully you know who the jazz are. Or we'll uh, go to a movie, which is John's favorite date night. But honestly, jazz games and uh, movies are harder for us because Um, They're longer periods of time and we really just like to spend time with our girls and be there for dinner time or bedtime or both. I just don't like having them with babysitters all the time. So um, and then we also do a family date night once a week um, where we let the girls pick what we're doing and we have a family activity. Oftentimes it's to the trampoline park or it's to a restaurant that they really love. Or sometimes it's just as simple as going to um, City Creek, which is a mall here, and letting them play in the play place and eating at the food court. We just always want our girls to feel like they are our number one priority. And so that's why we make all the sacrifices that we make. I'm also by nature, I think, a homebody. I really just love being home which I guess would speak to why I do what I do. I just really feel like home is the center of our world. And so I try and make our home not only beautiful, but also really functional and peaceful and fun and um, a place that the girls can take ownership over as well. So that is what typical life looks like for me. It's messy and sometimes it gets all turned upside down. I have a business trip coming up this week that is going to flip this schedule right upside down. Um, But I am so lucky that I always call John my very best teammate, the very best teammate. And he is, he is like so supportive and on board with all of my crazy ideas and dreams. And he has his own crazy ideas and dreams. And so together, this is what works for us. I hope that you've been able to hear something that you can pick out and take away from it and make your life a little bit more organized or that you feel inspired to go after that goal or whatever it may be. But thank you as always for listening. It means so much to us every time you tune into one of our podcast episodes. And I hope that you'll hop on over and give us a little rate and review. We love to hear what you think. If you have an idea for an upcoming podcast episode, give us a little shout out on Instagram. We've been taking notes of all of your ideas and you will see those in upcoming episodes. 
I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.